everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Ali Melniki, accompanied by Jacob Schrader. How are you doing today, Jacob? Doing well. We're at uh, Keystar is at G2E conference in Nevada. It's a sports betting conference, meeting a lot of cool folks. Meeting, you know, what's best is I get to see and, and hang out with our sports book or our, our manager of sports betting, Robert Kowalski. I know you guys hear him on, on Ali's early week, early, earlier podcasts. He's amazing. He is the most fun person to watch a football game with of all time. Uh, it's not even close, at least of people I've met. Um, our chief product officer, Mark, is a lot of fun too, but it's been fun, you know, watching football hanging out. Yeah, definitely. And I wish we had a better matchup tonight besides the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. But it is football. I'll still be watching it. I'll still be betting it. I still have all my picks that we have to do. And there is still fantasy players. So quick recap last week. I had a really good week. Moved my record up to four and one. All my guys did great. Devontae Adams did good. My running backs both did good. Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook along with my my flex, Damian Pierce. I had, I believe, uh, Josh Reynolds. I put in my other wide receiving slot. He did good for me. My The Vikings defense did good for me. And I had my New York Giants kicker, Graham Gano, which got me a good 10 points. So it was a good week. How was your week, Jacob? My week was pretty good. Um, Stafford, obviously, just doesn't know how to play football anymore. And the Rams just can't <laughs> block for him. I watched maybe... 30 minutes of that game as a Rams fan, it's just tough to see. Yeah. I did see Stafford making some crazy athletic plays though, like running hard out of the pocket. I've never seen him do that. But I, the reason you don't see him do it is he doesn't really, he can't really control his throws when he does it. Cause the first play I was like, damn, he's moving fast. He threw a pick. Um, so I won anyways. Mixon, I think did okay. Fournette went crazy mode. Pittman sucked. Curtis Samuel did mediocre to sucked. Zach Ertz is a fucking God at tight end. My kicker, Daniel Carlson of the, the Vegas, is is basically carrying my team at this point. And the Eagles defense did okay, but I'm still happy with their performance. Nice, nice. So it's always still a good winning week. I've definitely had those weeks where my team just didn't perform well and my opponent's team performed <laughs> even worse. So a win is a win. So let's move straight into it, our stardom cinema of the week, and we will start with the quarterback situation. So for me, I know this is a this is a controversial one, but I actually believe to start Carson Wentz tonight against against the Bears. The Bears don't have a great defense. We've saw we saw how much Kirk Cousins just ran over them last week. He had him and Justin Jefferson just had amazing chemistry the whole game. I think Jefferson was close to 200 yards receiving. I think Carson Wentz actually steps it up. He's had a tough four games. They are on the four game losing streak, and he's looked bad. But it's not all Carson Wentz. He, it really isn't. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, but he does have a terrible offensive line. Now they're facing a Bears defense that isn't the best in the league. I actually think that they step it up. I think that he has a good game tonight. What do you think about Carson Wentz, Jacob? Well, you know I love Carson Wentz. I love any redhead in the NFL. You know, we saw Ron Rivera, basically. He was asked, what's the problem with your team? He said quarterback. First of all, I think that's a shit answer from a head coach. Ron Rivera should know better than to blame all of his problems on one player, right? I, I actually think as fans, we overvalue the importance of a quarterback so much, right? It's a team game. If, if the quarterback can't be protected, he can't do anything. I'm seeing that more with the Rams, right? I know Stafford. I don't think Stafford's even playing that bad, right? I just think Stafford's a vet. I don't think his his performance fluctuates like crazy, right? What's changed is their offensive line. 
what's changed is their weapons around him, right? Stafford's a, a B plus A minus quarterback. He's going to be that for the rest of his career, right? You can win a Super Bowl with a B plus A minus quarterback. They showed that last year. You can also be two and three. And, you know, I think the Rams could potentially miss the playoffs this year if they don't pick it up, right? That's, that's the difference. I yep. would really, I would love it if you didn't support that opinion because I'm saying it not happily. <laughs> but, you know, the Bears are bad. Carson Wentz, he needs to pick it up. He can throw the ball. He can do it. I, I don't know why he, he you know, I, I don't really, I haven't watched a ton of the Commanders games, but it's like every pass is four and a half yards and, and four and a half yards is kind of an exaggeration. Like, you know, I'm a Curtis Samuel owner, owner and Curtis Samuel averages four and a half air yards per reception right that's 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 sixth worst among all receivers and Curtis Samuel is like the number one guy in their offense he's not the number one deep threat but I mean they got to push the ball downfield um I don't know why they're putting Brian Robinson in the game either right Antonio Gibson is good he didn't get shot in the leg recently he's fully healthy you should play him uh I think that you know if the commanders are really playing to win they're not that bad of a team so I, I think he can do well on Thursday night yeah, I know we both agree with Carson Wentz, so we'll go to my other stardoms. I actually think Aaron Rodgers is a good start. He just lost to my Giants last Sunday, and that was an amazing game as a Giants fan to watch. But there's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to lose a second game in a row to two New York teams. They play the Jets this week. The Jets, even though they're 3-2, and two, they're kind of an anomaly 3-2. and two. Their three wins came against Miami when they run their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Don't forget, Tua had already been out with a concussion. Teddy Bridgewater suffered a concussion the first drive of the game. So they had to face a fourth round quarterback that wasn't even on the team the week prior. He was on the practice squad. They beat the Steelers when the Steelers had to put in rookie Kenny Pickett to take over for Mitch Trubisky. And then they beat the Browns when they had Jacoby Brissett still as quarterback. So they really just beat up on second and third string quarterbacks. Now the Jets have to face Aaron Rodgers. There's no way the Jets are going to lose to Aaron Rodgers this week. And Aaron Rodgers, he's the best coming off of losses. I think he airs it out. I think he's developing some good chemistry with Romeo Dobbs. Same thing with Robert Tunyon. I think that he's going to give Aaron Jones the ball a lot more with some screen passes. I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good week. And I know he's your boy, and I'm going to side with your boy again. And I had Matt Stafford as a stardom last week. He didn't do good this week or last week, I should say, but this week they're going up against the Panthers, the Rams. The Panthers are such a deflated squad right now. They just fired their head coach, Matt Rule, on Monday. Baker Mayfield's out probably for, even though it's only supposed to be for a few weeks, I don't think Baker Mayfield starts a game again for the Panthers. They're dealing with their third string backup, technically, P.J. Walker, because Sam Darnold's still injured. The Panthers aren't going to do anything, so I think that Matt Ryan, there's no way that the Rams... This is a kind of a desperation game for the Rams. They lost two in a row, and they weren't good losses. They were bad losses. They lost to the Niners 24-9. They lost to the Cowboys 22-10 to last week. They looked bad, those games. I think this is the game where if the, if the Rams don't perform well against the Panthers, who is probably one of the worst teams in the league, then the Rams have no business going into the playoffs. I think Stafford steps it up. I think him and Cooper Cup light up the, the Panthers' defense. So those are the rest of my stardoms. How about yeah. you, Jacob? I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I know you have, put, you have Stafford, so. <laughs> I was going to put him in here, but I can't even do it at this point. I can't put Stafford every week, but he sucks every week. Um, it is really with, bad for Stafford. I mean, he's the 23rd ranked fantasy quarterback this year. That's that's not good. No, it's it's tough. And he, uh, 
and he doesn't really have anything besides Cooper Cup, right? Uh, I do think the injury to uh, Van Jefferson is huge, right? Van Jefferson is a really good player, right? He's like how how yeah. Patrick Mahomes has McCole Hardman and all these guys that can run and stretch the field. Stafford doesn't have that right now, right? He's throwing a 2-2 Atwell. Who's that? I've never heard of him either, right? He's good. He's actually a pretty good player. He's a good return guy. But they're desperate for some target to step up. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen in the news some talks about them going after Odell. I can't remember the context, but they know what they need. Uh, Cam Akers sucks. Cam Akers is, is – I mean, I don't want to say he sucks, but he's not very tough. Uh, he doesn't run very hard. I do think he he's really taken a hit to his fantasy stock this year and, and really forever. Um, I don't think any Rams running back is startable, though, regardless. As for Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a great pick, right? I, I, I yeah. actually talked to Robert Kowalski about Romeo Dobbs, and he is the biggest Romeo Dobbs fan. I guess Romeo Dobbs played at UNLV. I guess he's shifty as hell, and Robert thinks he hasn't even cracked the surface of what he's going to be. So uh, that's some Yeah, you should also ask Robert what he thought of Allen Robinson before the year because he had Allen Robinson pegged to have the the best season of his career, and that kind of that prediction kind of went underwater really quickly. Well, you know, I love Robert, so I'm not going to ask him about that one. But uh, that's funny. He actually mentioned to me Allen Robinson. I was like, yeah, I fell into that trap too. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I think everyone did. I mean, I finally dropped him this week. It w- it took me a few weeks, but let's yeah, be honest, Allen Robinson's not doing anything anytime soon. It's crazy too. Like I just don't get it. Like he's good. He he or he he can't not he can't suck that bad, right? Why are they not throwing him the ball? Why are they not? You know, they know Cooper Cup is going to get so much eyes. How are they not getting Allen Robinson fifteen yard play action passes? Like that's Stafford's bread and butter. He used to do that all the time, and he used to rotate. It would be Calvin, and then when he knew they were covering Calvin, he would do it to Golden Tate, and he would throw it over the middle, and he would sidearm it, and it would work. And they're just not targeting Allen Robinson. It's like he's invisible. Oh yeah, it, it baffles me. I really thought – I and I liked Allen Robinson when he was on Chicago. I thought he was kind of lost being on a bad team in Chicago. And I can't even blame him in the Rams. It's just they don't set a place for him. And Stafford doesn't look his way. I don't get it. But let's let's move on to who you have for your starters. So I got the man who didn't write back. I got Geno Smith. Okay. Playing against Arizona, right? Geno's been good, right? Geno's been been pretty solid. Um like, like really solid. Ranked, yeah, he's the seventh ranked uh, fantasy quarterback this year. That's ridiculous. So two guys, right? Geno Smith and up until last week, Jared Goff. I guess Jared Goff felt fall to ninth in my league. But these are the two surprise quarterbacks of the year, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. And Geno Smith, he he's I actually thought, you know, I wasn't thinking about Geno Smith as ever being playable. But I was thinking, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are not in as bad situations as people think. Right. DK Metcalf is still like a top five, top 10 wide receiver. Tyler Lockett is top 20. Um, they got a good offense. I know their they're running back just got hurt. Maybe that's putting more throw pressure on, on Gino. Right. But Arizona's not that good against on defense right now. Right. I think Gino could have another big week. I do see this as a high scoring game. Right. That may be part of Gino's success is that the Seahawks defense is Swiss cheese, so to say. Um, so I, I like Gino this week. Uh, I think I actually had Gino as a, I had Gino as a pickup for week one waiver wires and he didn't really perform week two. And I was like, dang, did I just, just, you know, give out some bad info, but no, Gino's showing up. Yeah. So good to see. Yeah. I think he's, he's a likable guy too, which is nice. 
Yeah, it's a very good pick because Arizona also allows the eighth most fantasy points to a quarterback. So that is definitely a good pick. And yeah, Geno Smith is likable for, you know, I'm sure him getting punched in the face a few years ago when he was in the with the Jets really humbled him. But yeah, that's a good pick. I completely forgot about that. Geno did get punched in the face. <laughs> that's funny. It's it fucking the, the NFL is the best. All right. <laughs> uh, I had Carson Wentz, too. We talked about that. But then I got Jimmy G. Right, Jimmy G put up some points last week. I don't know. I think he had 250 yards, I think, and two touchdowns, right? And he didn't get Debo involved at all, right? But what Debo can do is Debo can go yard on any play, right? Debo is is the man. Debo had two catches for 20 yards last week, right? They're playing Atlanta, Matt Stafford, Atlanta. Everyone's lighting up Atlanta. You know, Tom Brady can't, but Tom Brady can't really do much this year, it looks like. Um, so, So I like... Jimmy G against Atlanta, you know, who knows, maybe Jeff Wilson. I have him as a start too. I, I think this is just a good game for the Niners. Um, you know, basically based on what I'm saying is I'm hoping there's a patching, passing touchdown from Jimmy G to Jeff Wilson. Um, I think that's very unlikely, but, but maybe both of them score. Jimmy G gets two touchdowns. Jeff Wilson gets one. I think the 49ers will put up a lot of points in this game. Yeah, I agree with you on Jimmy G. We'll get to it later, but Brandon Ayuk is one of my stardom for wide receivers. I think that he, that they will have a good a good game against Atlanta. Atlanta's a surprisingly good team. They're a 5-0 against the spreads at the start of the year, so they've been really good for betters who have backed Atlanta. But this is still – San Francisco, first of all, is going to have to put up points because Atlanta can score points. So for, it's not like last week when they were able to just blow out the Panthers because the Panthers couldn't put any points on the board. Jimmy G is going to have to put points on the board. And yeah. I think he's going to hook up very well with his receivers. I know Jeff Wilson's pretty good, but I think that they're going to utilize Debo Samuel a lot more. They're going to look to Brandon Ayuk going deep. So I agree with that one as well. Let's move on to our sit So this should come as no surprise. And my friend that's a Russell Wilson owner just – is ripping her head out this season because she had drafted Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott got injured. Obviously, he, she had she what didn't have good luck with the waiver wire. But Russell Wilson should be a sit until he does anything. I mean, this guy just looks like a shell of his former self. He looks so disinterested in the game. It looks like he doesn't want to be in Denver. Denver looks like they're already regretting not only trading for him but giving him that ridiculous five year two hundred whatever million extension. Russell Wilson's a sit. They don't have a great run game now with Javante Williams out. They're going to have to rely on Melvin Gordon, who just always fumbles the ball, and Mike Boone. So Russell Wilson's going to have to throw a lot. But even we saw last week he was going to have to throw a lot against Indianapolis, who's been terrible. And all they could muster was three field goals in not only regulation, but in overtime as well against Indianapolis. Russell Wilson is a definite sit for me. And I'm actually going to sit Kirk Cousins this week. And I like Kirk Cousins a lot. He's been performing very well in fantasy. He's 11th ranked quarterback. He had a really good year, a good week last week against the Chicago Bears. But they are going against Miami this week. And even though Miami has let has let up a lot of points lately, un- lately to to uh, opposing quarterbacks. I think they step it up this week. They're de- they just got it completely embarrassed by the Jets last week. They're going to step it up. They're not going to, there's, it's still a good team, whether they have Skylar Thompson or if Teddy Bridgewater comes back. I think that the Dolphins are going to rely on their defense. They're not going to let let up 40 points again. So for me, Kirk Cousins is a sit this week. And then my last sit is Trevor Lawrence. 
they do have a favorable matchup, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, against the Colts. We saw last last time they played each other, they shut out the Colts 24-0. But the Colts were missing pretty much half their team that contest. Michael Pittman was out on the offense. They were missing some key defensive guys like Shaq Leonard, a few other guys. I think this time around it's a little tougher for Trevor Lawrence. I think that the Jaguars are going to rely on the combination of James Robinson and Travis Etienne a lot more going forward. Trevor Lawrence hasn't had a last good two weeks. So for me, I think he belongs on your bench again, until he does anything of significance. How about you? So I agree with those, but I can't agree with Kirk. Uh, I just don't see, I don't see why Kirk would have a bad game this week. Um, I I, I, I just don't know. I I don't think the the Dolphins defense is is that good. And uh, that Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins thing is crazy. That's As true. for Russell Wilson, I mean, this is this is the biggest shit show I've seen in the NFL in a while. <laughs> that that last game against the Colts, that's like a career ender, right? That is like that is like Matt Ryan losing the twenty eight to three Super Bowl, right? That was the stupidest and and worst, like not only performance but decisions. Oh my God, was that bad? Right? It, it. It, 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 unbelievable. I, I don't know how you bounce back from that. I don't know how the, the Broncos de- offense is so bad. And the thing is, I still see the Broncos as a team that could win the Super Bowl this year, if I'm being dead honest, right? The Broncos defense is so good. It is unbelievable. And I don't just don't know. I, I've i been watching the NFL for 10 years. I expect Russell Wilson to be able to move the football down the field, right? Call me crazy, but that's what Russell Wilson did in Seattle for, for 10 years or, or eight years or whatever, however long he was there. I, I just... It'll they'll pick it up eventually, I, I think, but right now it is a dumpster fire. Um, so I have Russell Wilson as my uh, first sit. I don't even I didn't even look who they're playing. Where they're playing the Chargers, but it doesn't matter. You you should sit him regardless. Uh, next up is Matt Ryan. You know Matt Ryan. It, yeah, it, he, he, he's fans, he's fantasy irrelevant. Is he? You know he 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 kind of is, but. I don't know. It, it's just weird because he's had good games. He, he threw for 353 yards a week or two ago, right? And and he's got some good targets. He's supposedly I – don't, I don't know. Is he go, he's going to get his running back back. Um, yeah, Ryan has, has five more fantasy points than Justin Fields this year. That's all I'm going to say about Okay, well, well you, know, you, know, you know more than I do. Um, <laughs> it's just – it's an okay matchup, so I think some people are thinking about starting him. But he is inept. He is – you know, he can't throw the ball down. He's like he's like Peyton Manning in Denver the year he won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. But he's not Peyton Manning. He can't – he doesn't know exactly what the defense is doing three plays before the defense gets their play call, right? He, he's Matt Ryan. He's a nice guy, but he's nowhere near what he was, and and I think this is his last year. Um, I the think he's so – Matt Ryan, he's just so turnover prone. I think he leads the league. He definitely – he's on pace to set a record for the number of times he's fumbled. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's actually hilarious. You know, I, I'm an idiot for thinking this, but they said Matt Ryan has had 10 fumbles. And for a split second, I thought they were talking about his career. And they said, no, 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 Matt Ryan has 10 fumbles this season. And I know 10 fumbles in a, a 15-year career, that's stupid. Right. But it's also stupid that he's fumbled an average of two times per game. Right. That is unbelievable. So uh, and it's he's so skinny. He he doesn't have a good offensive line. He's he doesn't treat his offensive line well. Right. He's screaming at him. And that's I don't think that's what you do as a quarterback when your offensive line is young and 
and and kind of sucks, right? Matt Stafford doesn't do that. I think Matt Stafford is a, a good leader, right? That's why I, I, lo- I love him so much, right? Matt, Matt, Matt Stafford gets fucking annihilated and, and gets right back up and calls his play. Matt Ryan is screaming out of, as his offensive line. I don't think it's good. I don't think that motivates your offensive line to protect you. Um, Matt Ryan's a set. My second and third, my third set is Zach Wilson. Uh, it's tempting, right? Because Wilson put up an okay stat line last week. I don't think he threw a touchdown, but he he looked okay. And the Jets are are three and two out of nowhere and have have a semblance of an offense, really thanks to your boy Brees Hall. Brees Hall, went, he went crazy mode last week. Um, he's a beast, right? Uh, you know, I had him as a, as a sit solely because of opportunity share, but I would agree. Uh, he he's coming coming in. He's going to put together a real season. Um, but I don't think Zach Wilson, especially against the Packers, off a loss, right? That team is going to come out hot. They're going to come out swinging, and, and Zach Wilson is going to take one to the face. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I'll lead to this moving on to our running back stardom. Retail is one of my top plays again this week. We just saw what, what Saquon Barkley did against the Packers on, and in their run defense. Saquon Barley had over 100 yards from scrimmage. I think Brees Hall is going to have a similar game this week. I think they're going to try to take the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands because the Packers do have a good secondary. They're going to try to run the ball a lot more behind Brees Hall. So Brees Hall is definitely a sit for, I mean, a start for me. I'll also say Melvin Gordon. I don't like Melvin Gordon. I dropped him. He didn't have a good week last week when he took over as the full-time running back after Javante Williams got injured. But I do like his matchup this week against the Chargers. The Chargers are a bit banged up on defense. They might be they might be without Joey Boza uh in the in the they might be without Josie Boza at the defensive line. I think that will be really good for good for Melvin Gordon. Plus the Chargers defense, they allow the most points to opposing running backs. So if you're going to start Melvin Gordon, this is the week to start him. And then my last stardom is Devin Singletary. The Bills are taking on the Chiefs, and that game is probably going to set a record for how many points are scored. We saw what they did last year in the playoffs. I think any person that's a Kansas City player or any person that's a Buffalo player definitely should be in your lineup this week. Devin Singletary, he's going to have a pretty good game. I think he's a definite start. How about you, Jacob? Yeah, so I, I've got a tough predicament because I've got both Melvin Gordon and Jeff Wilson. Uh, right? And I agree Melvin Gordon's got a great matchup, but I think Jeff Wilson is just better, and I think Jeff Wilson has a great matchup too. So He's less of a risk, yeah. Yeah, and you know, if Melvin Gordon fumbles on the first possession, right, he could see zero points this week. He also see 20, right, but, but he also, also sees zero. I see Jeff Wilson as more stable. Right. Uh, Jeff Wilson creates an odd scenario for owners who have both him and um, I can't remember who the San Francisco starter, who, what his name oh, is. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Right. But but that's a shit show when Elijah Mitchell gets back. Right. As soon as Elijah Mitchell's healthy, neither, neither of those guys are startable. Right. So start Jeff Wilson while you can start him up until maybe three weeks from now. And then you got to trade him. Right. Jeff Wilson could be really valuable to someone who doesn't really understand that a running back by committee is not fantasy viable. So I think he's startable, right? Uh, I think he, I, I've actually made a lot of bad decisions on my flex spot. I have Clyde, I have Jeff Wilson, I've got Melvin Gordon. I, I picked like the wrong one, I think every week. Uh, I, I just don't really know. I, but I, I do think Jeff Wilson is is the one for this week. Um, next up is Rahandre Stevenson, right? Damian Harris is out. 
Uh, Rondre, he, he put up a crazy good week last week. But really, it, it boils down to the fact that Damian Harris is out. That's all you really need to know there. Um, so uh, that's it. And and that's my those are my two starts for running back. I, I couldn't really think of a third guy who I loved besides Melvin Gordon. Right. So I guess I'll throw Melvin Gordon there in the third spot, even though I, I kind of didn't want to put him there because I'm not starting him. But uh, Melvin Gordon's got a good matchup. I would uh, I would start him. Good. Yeah, I, I like Jeff Wilson. And I like Ramadre Stevenson as well. The Packers, I mean, the Patriots are definitely relying a lot more on the run game with Bailey Zappi at their quarterback. So I agree with you. If you have Damian Harrison or Ramadre Stevenson, those are both starts. So let's move on to our stidums. For me, I totally whiffed on Najee Harris. I thought he was going to have such a good year. He hasn't. I know you, you, I know you were kind of with that with me with that, that he wasn't going to have a good season. He doesn't have a good quarterback situation. I think Kenny Pickett helps him a little bit, but the Steelers are going up against a pretty good, a pretty good Buccaneers running, running defense squad this week. So for me, Najee Harris is definitely going to be a sit. My next sit is Miles Sanders. The Eagles are going up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a very good defense as a whole and a very good run defense. I think they allow, yes, I'm looking at it now. They allow the fifth least uh, points to to def- to opposing running backs. So I think Miles Sanders is definitely a sit for me. And then my last one is J.K. Dobbins. The Ravens have, the Ravens, they are going up against my New York Giants this week. And what people don't understand, the Giants actually performed pretty well against the run. We saw what they just limited with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon the past week. They really didn't get a lot of yards. Not that the Packers used use them as probably as much as they should have. But the Giants are a top 10 team when it comes to allowing opposing run uh, running backs. So I definitely think, even though I like J.K. Dobbins, I think that they're going to rely more on Lamar Jackson run, scrambling and Lamar Jackson's arms. The Giants' secondary is banged up. They're going to try to exploit that a little more. The Giants should be getting Leonard Williams back. That'll only bolster the pass rush. That'll only bolster up the defensive line. So J.K. Dobbins is my other sit. How about you, Jacob? Yeah. You know, Dobbins is is unpredictable, right? We know he has the skill. He puts some some really yeah. good runs together, but I do agree he's a little too unpredictable. And and with a running quarterback, it's hard, right? Since Lamar's been there, there's never really been a Baltimore running back that you wanted to own. It's always been a committee, and it's always been a committee led by the quarterback. So if you're looking to start a running back, it's actually Lamar Jackson, and you're starting yeah. a quarterback. Um, Miles Sanders is a tough one for me. I actually think the Eagles blow the Cowboys out of the water. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, I think it's not going to be close because of Jalen Hurts. I don't know if Miles Sanders is necessarily going to go off, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to yep. solidify himself as the MVP favorite, actually. And I, I love Jalen Hurts. I love the way he carries himself. I love the way he does his interviews. Uh, I love the way that you know he wears his, his hat and he looks like he, he's a boss. I know that's, that doesn't really make much sense, but um, – I think the the Eagles – and the thing is, the Cowboys have destroyed the Eagles recently. The last right. three matchups, I think the Cowboys have put up 45 points all three of those times. The Eagles put up like 21. Um, I think this is a big statement game for the Eagles. Dak Prescott is out. Um, Miles Sanders, it's it's hard, and I, I would say it probably doesn't vote his, his way because the, the defensive line on it. Cowboys, just, just me and Matt Stafford fumbled twice, and one of them was scored for a touchdown, and they didn't run the ball at all. Um, so, so I can see Miles Sanders for me, I'm sitting Clyde Edwards, Hilaire 
right? I'm sitting him because the Bills have an unbelievable defense. I think if, if Kansas City's moving the ball, they're moving the ball through Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't know. I see this as a lower scoring game than, than others. Um, but then again, right, we saw the playoff game last year. That may be an idiotic statement. But I just don't I, – you can't count on Clyde here, right? We saw I, – I, you know, I actually – one of my boys was trying to trade for Clyde for me, and I told him, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to fuck this guy over because he offered me a trade that was just too absurd, and it would have gotten vetoed anyways. I told him Clyde's going to put up four points some week, right? There's going to be some weeks where he doesn't do anything, and I think this is one of those weeks. Um, too unpredictable. Too limited on, on high efficiency and red zone targets. Uh, just, just a sit for me this week. Next up is Antonio Gibson, right? Part of that is because James Robinson is somehow getting carries now. I think, no, not James Robinson. Um, whoever got shot in the Oh, leg. yeah, Brian Robinson. Brian, Brian Robinson, yeah. right? He's seeing carries. Janie McKissick is seeing carries and receptions. Antonio Gibson was a good trade high candidate week one because he put up a solid week one. He had like seven receptions. Maybe he had nine receptions. He had a crazy stat line. For a PPR league. So hopefully you traded him. If you didn't, he's a running back by committee now. I think he's a good player, but I just don't think he's fantasy viable for this week. And then Travis Etienne, right? My guy who I meant to say before, James Robinson is the starter there. Um, I've heard some, I read a news article that said, you know, they're going to work Etienne in, but it's not his backfield, right? It's not going to be his backfield this yeah. year. James Robinson is just better, right? So I would sit Etienne. Yeah, I definitely agree with all those two. Yeah, I think Antonio Gibson's days are numbered as a viable starting running back in this league. Brian Robinson seems to be who they want to give the ball to in their future. So can't disagree with any of those. I will move on to run to wide receivers. So my top wide receiver starting this week is Chris Godwin. The Bucks are playing the Steelers. The Steelers give up the Steelers give up the most fantasy points two two receivers i think that between uh, between mike evans and chris godwin they're just going to light up the board this week we're waiting for that breakout game from the bucks we didn't really see it last week against the falcons they kind of they kind of almost let the falcons come back and win that game they only won that game 21 15 after being up by three touchdowns at one point i think they blow out the steelers this week I think their offense comes alive. Their offense seems to just be treading and getting healthier and healthier. I think both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans have great games. Mike Evans is always a definite start. Chris Godwin, I know some people have been on the fence about, but I think he has a big game this week. My next stardom is Brandon Ayuk, which I mentioned earlier. I think that the Niners do have a great matchup this week. Brandon Ayuk is going to go off. He's going to be Jimmy G's top top uh, wide receiver and we haven't really seen jimmy g using george kittle a lot which is surprising they primarily have been using him as a blocker a lot the last few weeks so for me i think brandon Ayuk is a definite definite start as well and then my last stardom is Cortland sutton i know i told you to sit russell wilson but they are going up against the chargers this week the chargers just don't have a great defense as it is i mentioned how bad their running defense is their pass defense really isn't great as well. I think Russell Wilson is going to have to try to put the ball up in the air. And when he does, he seems to favor Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy just, I totally whiffed on him too. He's just been disappointing this whole, this whole season. So Cortland Sutton is my other start. How about you, Jacob? Yeah. So I went, when I went to type it up my picks, I had Cortland Sutton as my, my first start. So I definitely agree with that. Um, Ayuk and the thing about Ayuk is Ayuk and Debo Samuel may be equal in fantasy value for the rest of the year. Right? Ayuk is a really good player. Yep. Um. Real, really good athlete. Good body control. 
and they're doubling Debo over him, right? Debo, Debo is just crazy, right? Debo is like a running back, dude. That dude's legs are ginormous, but he's so athletic. He's so fast and he can catch the ball, right? And, you know, he's an okay deep, deep threat, but what he really is is a screen pass to the, to the house like every other time, right? It's fucking nuts that against the Rams, he literally took a 10-yard comeback and just ran through the defense. And Jalen Ramsey can tackle anybody. He cannot tackle Debo Samuel. Right, Jalen Ramsey is an unbelievable tackler. He cannot tackle Debo Samuel. That's how big and how hard it is to tackle Debo Samuel, right? But I, I think Ayuk is is you know he's not he's not the same. He's not a, a big bodied guy. He's a little taller, but he he is well liked by Jimmy G. He's a great pick uh, for for starting if you don't have an unbelievable set of wide receivers. Um, for me, right, I think Marquise Brown is actually a great start. Uh, Marquise Brown came back for the Cards. And and really shined against the Rams. And what yeah. the Rams did is they didn't they didn't they didn't uh, press him at the line. And what Kyler Murray did is he threw eight yard out routes to Marquise Brown every single fucking play. It was unbelievable. He finished that game with fourteen catches for a hundred yards. Uh, maybe it was one hundred forty yards, but it was like less than ten yards per catch, and he had fourteen catches. And he's put up two really solid weeks with touchdowns after that. I think he is the guy in. Arizona, besides Zach Ertz, that's going to see fantasy relevance this year, right? Obviously, Kyler, he's been okay. He hasn't been great. Uh, he'll pick it up, and I think he'll do so through Marquise Brown. Um, so he's my start. Then Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers sees an absurd target volume on the Pats, right? A lot of targets, and he had a great week last week. Uh, I think he puts up another good week this week, right? He's uh, he, he's relatively young. He showed a lot of flashes last year. I actually had him on my team last year. Uh, I think he he, he is a, a very viable starter this year. And I think Zappi, I don't know who the quarterback is this week, but Zappi can play. Zappy, yeah. Right. He's not horrible. He he showed he could play against, I think it was, who, 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 who what was the game that he came in for? Uh, he came, it was the Packers game. He came in for Brian Hoyer. And he played okay, right? He, he battled against at the Allen. Packers. Yeah. Yeah. And he threw a touchdown. He also got incredibly lucky on. They uh, shut out the Lions last week. Yeah, and well, we got in that Packers game. He had like a delay game that was three seconds late. Yeah, but, but you know, I I almost put him as a start last week. Uh, I actually, I swear to God, I almost did. Um, and he he's okay. Uh, Bill Belichick will work his magic. That's what Bill Belichick does. There's no one better. Uh, I think Jacoby Myers benefits. Lastly, I have Alex Pierce on the Colts. That's a good pick. I, I'm dead serious. I am worried as hell as a Michael Pittman owner. Michael Pittman does not, you know, and I told you this when I, when we were, you know, you convinced me to draft Michael Pittman and I'm not saying it it was a bad pick, but I said, I don't know how good Michael Pittman is, right? He gets a lot of targets, but to me, he never looked like that guy, right? And Alex Pierce kind of looks like that guy, right? The problem is Michael Pittman's too much of a deep threat and Ryan just can't get the ball downfield anymore. So Alec Pierce is like the perfect out guy that can get all those receptions in the slot. Like he's great Uh, for PR. A lot of receptions and makes the catches that he needs to make. He he mossed somebody last week. He makes contested catches. And Matt Ryan needs something. And I think he's going to find it through Alex Pierce. I wanted to put Michael Pittman in here, but I can't lie to you guys. If you're a Michael Pittman owner like me, I'm worried. You should be too. I don't know. Pierce is almost certainly pick up a ball in your league. I, I would hope so, or I would guess. Um, I think he actually finishes the season with more fantasy points. Then Michael Pittman, I could be wrong, but he's showing he's a legit player, right? So you can start him this week with confidence. Yeah, totally agree right there. 
definitely he's he and Marquise Brown I I you know I I never disliked him I was just never high on him with the Ravens you know he would go through some games where he would have 20 something points and then he would just go cold the next game with the Cardinals at least for this week until DeAndre Hopkins comes back he's their number one guy he's going to get you all the points so definitely agree with those picks when let's move on to our sit-ems so Christian Kirk is the number one sit-em for me of the Jaguars. The Jaguars just have been really, when Trevor Lawrence does throw, he spreads the ball around. Zay Jones had a big week last week. I believe Marvin Jones had a big game the week before. I just think that Christian Kirk against the, the, against the Colts, I'm just not high on him. I think he's just okay. I think they'll run the ball a lot more against the Colts. The Colts don't have a great running defense, but I could be wrong. Actually, the Colts have one of the best passing defense. Now that I look at it, the Colts have allowed the least number of fantasy points to ride receivers. That doesn't bode well for Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is definitely a sit for me. My second sit is Mike Williams. Mike Williams is one of those guys. That's why I never draft him. Like last week, he had a big game last week. This week, I don't think he's going to have a big game. He's just too inconsistent. We've seen it from time and time. It sounds like Keenan Allen might be back this week. If he is, that's totally going to take away from Mike, from Mike Williams' shares. Um, and, the, and the Denver Broncos defense actually does, again, have a great defense against wide receivers. They've allowed the second least fantasy points to wide receivers. So Mike Williams is it. And then my final say is all Saints wide receivers. All these guys are banged up. I love Chris Olave. It looks like he's not going to play. He suffered a concussion after he scored a touchdown last Sunday. He hasn't practiced all week. It doesn't sound like he's going to be at a concussion protocol. Even if he is, I don't think he's going to be 100%. They're going up against the Bengals. The Bengals have a pretty good defense. I'm not going to start him. We don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. He had didn't play last week. I don't know if he's going to play this week. But again, I don't. he might be a little banged up. He might not be 100%. Stay away from all Saints wide receivers. How about you, Jacob? Yeah, you know, I really hope Olave doesn't play. That concussion was serious, right? That was like, holy shit, this guy, you see the look in his eyes and he's not on the football field. He's in the sky. That's scary shit. I, I you know, you hate to see it. The first thing me and Robert talked about and, and really the most common thing we've talked about on this trip has been player safety in the NFL, right? How can we make it so that the NFL can last another 100 years? Because as, as it's going right now, the NFL kind of can't. Right. Players are only going to get stronger. They're only going to get faster. And your head just can't handle that stuff. So I I, I really hope Chris Olave doesn't play. I'm pretty sure he won't. Um, as for Mike Williams, I, I kind of agree. I think it's a, he's, a, he's a tough sit because right. I don't think Keenan Allen's playing. I really hope he doesn't because I have to start uh, Curtis Samuel tonight because if uh, Keenan doesn't play, I don't have any other receivers on my team. Uh, so... He has a good know. chance. He did return to practice this week. So there is a chance that he does play. Yeah. You know, I think when Keenan Allen comes back, he's going to be the fucking man. I think a lot of people who held him for this time are going to be glad they did and didn't trade him because he is the receiver on the Chargers. And he's the receiver with the best fantasy quarterback to to have throwing you the ball or, or at least top three. Right. He is the man in L.A. So whenever uh, Keenan Allen gets back, I don't know if, if he starts this week. I don't really know if you can start him because it's just tough coming off an injury like that. You don't know how many snaps he's going to play. Right. You hope not, he doesn't re-aggravate his injury. Um, so, Mike Williams, it's questionable for, for me as to whether I would start or sit him. Um, but but certainly uh, I see the light. And, and Denver is so good against on defense, right? This could be a 9-9 a, a nine nine game. Let's, let's hope it's not because I think we may watch a little bit of it. 
But regardless, um, good defense from Denver. For me, I've got Juju. Right, I know that you said, and it's funny you said that you should start any player on the Chiefs uh-huh. that has uh, that's playing this week. But Juju just to me is just not good. Right, he just doesn't really catch the ball, right. and he gets literally no separation. I mean, Nicole Hardman is better than him. Travis Kelsey is the man. Uh, they got great running back. Or they got a trio of running backs that catch the ball. They got Valdez Scantling, who is good. Valdez Scantling is better than Juju, right? He's a deep threat, and and they need that. So mm-hmm. I don't see Juju as being fantasy viable for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a set. Drake London is up next, right? Drake London, so I like it. Say yeah. it again. Drake London has been so disappointing this year. Yeah, you know, he, he well, he showed a lot of promise, right? He, he he has some games where he's got five for 75. He caught a touchdown against the Rams. But, uh, you know, he's got a tough, tough matchup against the 49ers. Right? I don't know how Atlanta's going to move the ball this week, right? I understand Marietta's been better than expected. He's got a quick release that looks good. You know, he, he he's made some really good throws. Yep. I just don't know if they're going to happen this week. And then lastly, uh, this could be the worst pick in the history of sits, but Gabe Davis. Right. Ooh, that's that's really that's a spicy take. Uh, you know, I after last week, Diggs. man, you'd have a lot of good luck trying to convince fantasy owners to say Gabe Davis. <laughs> you know, I just don't think it's happening. I don't think he's gonna gonna. I think he's too inconsistent. I think that you know they cannot. They ha- they could potentially not throw him the ball more than four times this game. I yeah. understand he did put up two ridiculous touchdowns last week and had like a, a legendary fantasy performance. I'm really saying you can't expect that every week, right? Maybe Gabe Davis in, in this matchup. It's a better matchup for the Bills than it is the Chiefs, but I see Stephon Diggs with a 12-catch, a 180-yard, and, and three-touchdown performance. I think Stephon Diggs goes crazy mode this week. Uh, I, I just – I don't know. Gabe Davis, I understand. I, there's just so many mouths to feed in Buffalo. Right, and there can only be so much. And he got lucky last week, and and Stefan Diggs didn't have a great game because of it. He, he did okay, yeah. I actually think he did. He ended up doing pretty good because the, the Bills put up a lot of points. But if this isn't a blowout, right, Gabe Davis is not scoring you 19 or 25 points like he did. Well, he put more, more than that last week, but still. Uh, it's questionable, right? If you're a Gabe Davis owner, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold anything against you if you start him. But just understand, right, this is an inconsistent fantasy guy. I would much – you know, I have uh, Dawson Knox because I think Dawson Knox is more likely to get a touchdown, right? Yeah. Um, so that's me. Well, that's a that's a bold statement, but I can't agree with you. But let's maybe you know when we talk next week, you prove us right. But let's move on quickly to the tight ends. So my stardom, Zach Ertz, he should be a start every week by this point. But with with the Cardinals facing the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks have allowed allowed a ton of fantasy points to opposing tight ends. I think that Zachers is a definite start this week. And I hate to say it, but I'm also saying start Evan Ingram this week. I can't believe I'm telling you to start Evan Ingram. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are going up against the Colts. The Colts, while they are great against wide receivers, they aren't the best when it comes to tight ends. They've allowed the six most fantasy points to tight ends. I think Evan Ingram can actually excel this week and get a touchdown or two. And then my final one is Irv Smith Jr. of the Vikings. I know I told you not to start Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson have a good day, but I think Irv Smith really comes out. The Vikings, they're playing the Miami Dolphins this week. 
Miami is two places behind the Colts. They allow the eighth most points to, to opposing tight ends. I think that I think that you would be fine starting Earl Smith Jr. this week as well. Who are your stars, Jacob? Yeah, so I got Dallas Goddard. Right, I, as I said, I think Eagles going to blow out the Cowboys. I think Dallas Goddard's a, a good pick for play action passes and against a good defense. Generally, the tight end will do okay. Right, that you know, I I, I said this for uh, Tyler Higby against the Niners. Right, I happen to have watched every Niners Rams game in the last three years, so I know. Uh, I know that when when shit hits the fan and, and Stafford can't get the ball downfield, he he locks into. Uh, the guy Tyler Higby and and I said it's going to be eight catches for forty yards. I think that was pretty close to what it was. I think it's similar for Goddard, but I think the the Eagles are just going to put up more points. Uh, and Goddard has a good chance of getting a touchdown. Right, you know, touchdowns for receivers on the Eagles are are hard to come by because uh, Jalen Hurts is so good at running, and he, he I think last week he had two one yard running touchdowns. Um, but I could see a solid week for Goddard. He had a good week last week. He's a consistent guy. Um, and the, the Cowboys have good sec, you know, good corners, right? Diggs still playing well. Uh, I think Goddard will be a, you know, I think, I think he'll put up like an, another, a similar stat line, eight, eight catches, 40 yards. And let's hope he gets a touchdown because I'm saying he's a start, right? Dawson Knox, similar. I think he catches a touchdown this week. I don't know how necessarily he's done the, this season. I don't think he's been crazy, right? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. You know, it looks like he's averaging about five targets, but he hasn't got a touchdown yet. And he caught, what, 11 touchdowns last year? This dude is due for a touchdown. Uh, he, he's going to get a – I guess he didn't play last week, and he's questionable this week. So let's hope he plays. If he does play, I think he's startable. If he's not, um, I actually think Hayden Hurst is also okay, right? Hayden Hurst, he, he's seen a ton of looks from Joe Burrow. So if, if Dawson Knox doesn't play, I'd say – you can pick up Hayden Hurst and start him. I know you're going to disagree with me on that one. Um, but lastly, Taysom Hill, right? This guy is a cheat code, right? And and the the Saints are such a shit show. Taysom Hill could end up being the starting quarterback for half of this game. That's true. Right? right? And if he's not, you know he's going to get a rush. You know well, he's going to get Especially if all the receivers are out, they're definitely going to be using Taysom yeah. So, so I think this is a good pick this week, especially with Olave out, right? Uh, I would start Taysom Hill as your quarterback slash tight end. Yeah, can't disagree with that. I think Taysom Hill, if he's available in your fantasy league, I know he was a big waiver wire picker pick up this past week. Definitely get him. So let's move on to our sit-ums. Mine are both Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith of the Patriots. The Patriots are going up against the Browns. The Browns guard very well against tight ends. And with Bailey Zappi, he's been using his wide receivers a lot more. Jacoby Myers, you mentioned he's due for another big game. So both Patriots tight ends are a sit for me. Mo Alley Cox, I totally was wrong last week. He, I think Mo Alley Cox caught one pass the entire game. Now they're going up against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is very good as well against opposing tight ends. Mo Alley Cox is a sit for me. And yeah, I'm a, I'm going to sit Hayden Hurst this week of of the Cincinnati Bengals. I know it's a little risky. They're going up against the Saints, but the Saints have actually allowed the fifth least points to opposing tight ends. I think Hayden Hurst is going to take a back seat. I think Joe Burrow just explodes. I think this is actually the coming out game for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase against the Saints defense. So I'm going to sit Hayden Hurst. Who are your sit-ems, Jacob? So I've got Dalton Schultz. I've got George Kittle. And I've got Conklin. Let's start with Conklin because, you know, we were both pretty high on this guy. Yeah. And it looks like he, 
he does not get targeted by Zach Wilson, right? Zach, he Zach Wilson came out. Nope. Yeah, so that could be a legitimate thing, right? That does happen. Players are, you know, Joe Flacco may have liked his tight end, and and uh, Zach Wilson may not. He may not be a tight end guy. Um, so I, I just don't think you can start him with confidence this week. Similar situation for Kittle, right? Kittle's iffy because Kittle could go off, right? He's a great player. He's just not a huge part of the offense this year. No, right? He, not at he all. Was, you know, five targets, four targets, six targets. I understand Atlanta is is not good, but still, I I see it going to Ayuk, right? Ayuk is in the middle of the field. Debo Samuel, they're both in the middle of the field all the time, right? Kittle is a great player, but but what comes with that is great blocking, right? And and I think that's a a reason to be hesitant with starting him, right? I just don't see. He was crazy like three years ago. He was like tight end number one. He was on. He was everywhere. But the 49ers have a better offense, a more balanced offense. They're running the ball a ton. And when they throw it, they, they got the guys on the outside and get the job done. Um, lastly is Dalton Schultz, right? I'm seeing he's questionable. I think he uh, – I think he'll play, right? He, he, he got a target last week. I think he was coming back from an injury. Uh, but he only saw 10 snaps, right? He played the last week too, and he, he didn't see very many snaps that week either. Right. So I wouldn't start him just because you don't even know how many snaps he's going to get. And on top of that, the 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 Cowboys aren't throwing the ball a ton. Right. And and the Eagles have a one hell of a defense. Right. Don't forget that. So so I don't think Dalton Schultz is startable this week. No, I, I agree with all those as well. Dalton Schultz, it's a shame. He just doesn't have chemistry, it seems at all, with Cooper Rush. He I think once Dak Prescott gets back, he'll get a lot of more targets. But Unfortunately, we are out of time. I hope Jacob and I gave you guys a lot to consider, a lot to think about. Hopefully you make the right decisions. Don't just trust our opinions. Go with your gut, I always say. You could read 10 stardom sit blogs. Everyone has a different stardom, a different sit So before we sign off, Jacob, any last thoughts? Good luck. I hope you win your matchup this week. If you don't, I hope you didn't lose it because of any of our picks. But, uh, <laughs> Hope everyone's having a good football season. Well said. All right, everyone, take care. Bye-bye.